0: Listening to Between the Good Reasons, the Jason Donovan Fan Podcast. Join us as we discuss all things Jason. welcome to Between the Good Reasons. My name's Amanda.
1: And my name's Paula.
0: And happy 2024. Um, a few things to talk about. Um, we're going to discuss today, as time goes by, and uh, the Mission of Love Tour. Before that, a few little bits of, of news and things. Um, obviously, Jason's uh, off back in Oz doing Rocky Horror again. So uh, Yeah, seen a few pictures and him. stuff. Yes, that's, that's the, uh, <laughs> the first topic I feel like we really need to discuss. Certain uh, certain elements of the online press, I suppose, who are uh, very interested in in Jason uh, down the beach. Yes. yes. Any any comments?
1: I, I'm not sure that I've got any comments that are um, broadcastable. Is that a word? <laughs> broadcastable.
0: Okay. Very <laughs> <laughs> enough. It's basically no comment.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I was quite pleased with the pictures. Thought they mm-hmm. were. Um,
0: Fairly pleasing on the eye. How about you? Yes, I mean, yeah, I don't think there are there are words really, but um, yeah, spring <laughs> to mind immediately. Um, but yeah, I mean, makes us all a bit jealous anyway, I suppose, just seeing you know nice weather and people able to go down the beach while we all freeze. Uh, yes so uh, yeah certainly uh, certainly cheered us all up a bit i think in, in these uh, gloomy january days yeah so yes. one of the uh, one of the things that i was slightly sort of amused slash baffled about is is the press can't seem to get their heads around perhaps you know the fact that he's he's got a tattoo and <laughs> painted his nails they seem to think this is some sort of new look he's he's trying out it's in a the, midlife the,
1: crisis
0: Clearly, yeah, sort of seem to have forgotten or not Connected the fact that he's there doing Rocky Horror and you know that might just be part of part of the role.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah I was thinking are they really that stupid or are they just being deliberately obtuse to get comments I I, Hmm. I really don't know I mean did they really think that that tattoo is something that he would genuinely have that did amuse me and I was reading some of the comments and, and they amused me too I was like yeah
0: all oh, right I, I didn't get as far as the comments maybe I should go and have a look is it, is it a bit like one of those uh, things that Dave Gorman does with the random comments oh well? yeah I,
1: yeah it would make a lovely found poem reckon, <laughs> for Dave Gorman um yeah. Dave maybe Gorman,
0: you, should you should do one it
1: really seriously yeah I'll, I'll do one for the next um
0: oh excellent
1: podcast. I won't have any violin music though which will be sad but
0: Oh no, well maybe we'll just we, have to we, um struggle on through. Yeah. <laughs> we could stick some
1: on while <laughs>
0: you Do it the really high tech way. I'll just play it on my phone through the microphone.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Um but the, the yeah, essentially people were taking this tattoo really seriously and pointing out that it really wasn't very nice and what was he doing and <laughs> Oh yeah. But
0: yeah Yeah. It does yeah, it does just that whole world really of of sort of internet non-stories i mean you know obviously Mm. you know i will let this one go because the photos are so nice but overall you're sort of thinking what exactly is the point of this really
1: (laughs) yeah although I must admit some of them did feel a little bit intrusive I was like come on he's having a shower like (laughs) what are you guys doing
0: yeah I don't know maybe there's not many other famous people around at the moment so just like oh well we know Jason's in town and he likes to go down the beach so let's just you know Mm. maybe the maybe the budgie smugglers are a, a bigger talking point than even we realize you know it could be some sort of internet phenomenon going off perhaps in Australia (laughs) or maybe it's just perfectly normal there and it's just something perhaps we don't see quite so much of in this country I mean let's face it yeah when we go down the beach in the UK how often do you you know actually see anything that's particularly pleasing (laughs) on the eye
1: well (laughs) it's probably best that we move on
0: Yes, I suppose if you did see anybody wearing those little sort of trunks you'd probably be budgie smugglers
1: (laughs) I love that word
0: but, yes, certainly, uh, you know, was was interesting anyway and, and keeps him in the news, I guess. So, uh, yeah, all good, mm-hmm. <laughs> apart from the bad tattoo. Um, I was also having a look at um, sort of where we can see Jason this year, um, being, being in the UK. So there's quite a few, uh, few uh, festival dates and things like that out mm-hmm. there. So um, I'm hoping this is a sort of fairly up-to-date list. So... Music in the Park in Leyland in May. Let's Rock Exeter and Let's Rock Leeds in June. Uh, Let's Rock Southampton and Let's Rock Shrewsbury in July. There's also the uh, Bent's Park in Tyneside concert, which I think was the one was postponed from last year. Oh, yes. Uh, because of the dodgy weather, which the gee, wind, I, yes, mostly makes sense. Um, and in August there is a sunshine festival in Upton upon Severn, which I had to look up because I had no idea where that uh-huh. was. No
1: <laughs> idea where that is no.
0: Actually, it's probably reachable for you. It actually looked quite um, sort of achievable from where you are. So
1: uh-huh. okay, be... I'll have a look at that then.
0: And yeah, one for me, which is uh, Darnley Park in Derby. So that's quite handy for me. So I might go to that at the end of August. And then there are a couple of uh, Butlins in September in uh, Minehead and Bognor. So uh, there's there's plenty there and they seem to be sort of spread out all over the place. So uh, a good way of getting a Jason fix while we wait for that tour, which we can at least now say is next year.
1: It's next year. It's only next year now.
0: Hooray! <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, there's, uh, you know, I haven't been to a, a festival that features Jason for quite a long time. So yeah. Um, no, yeah.
1: me neither. Yeah. I used to do a lot of them, but I just haven't done anything like that for ages.
0: No, and yeah, the weather doesn't always work out anyway, does it? So that <laughs> kind of can be it. but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the, the other lineups are like for those dates. But yeah, I suppose if you've got one locally, then it's worth going along. Absolutely. Something for the diary and something for the summer to look forward to. Also, yeah, speaking of the tour, I think Jason did a, quite a bit of um, sort of TV promo and stuff towards mm. the end of last year and over Christmas, I think there were a few sort of pre-recorded things that were around. Um, mm. And yeah, it was on, uh, I think it was Saturday Kitchen, he sort of uh, was sort of hinting maybe that there might be some songs featured on the tour that perhaps, you know, haven't seen the light of day before yeah. in a long time, which could yeah, be... Yeah, that'll a- be good. <laughs>
1: yeah, I wonder what they might be.
0: Yeah, well, that's what I thought. What 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 songs would we like to be there if we could choose a couple of songs to, to go in that set list that are the sort of less obvious ones? What would you go
1: maybe, for? Maybe as time goes by, topical, ah. since we're talking about it today. But that would be a nice one.
0: Mm, yeah, I don't think he's done that since 92, has he?
1: No, don't think so. What are your thoughts?
0: <laughs> oh, well, I was thinking, well, I'd like to see Shout About, because mm-hmm. I always like, really like that yeah.
1: one. Yeah, oh, yeah, all of those, like, all around the world, type songs would
0: be good yeah well I think it all around the world you know the I think he did like the slower version on that tour when Mm -hmm. the album came out but I don't think he's ever done like the sort of up-tempo single version of that anywhere before so that could be fun to do because it is a great song Um, yeah yeah it could
1: sound really good live
0: so share my world is another one that I would like to see
1: um, oh yeah definitely
0: um, beautiful song so yeah those would be my choices I think anyway so you never know
1: can always hope even yeah. if we just get one or two of them
0: that would be fab well I, I suppose there won't be a lot but I think in most cases you know if you go to a, a gig and you're not like a die-hard fan of somebody you expect there to be at least a couple of songs that you perhaps don't know don't you so mm. I don't think it's unreasonable to uh, to ask for one or two less well-known songs that maybe not everybody knows I'll well
1: say. that's true I mean like Rick Astley does cry for help quite a lot now which I don't think was a huge song at the time was it I don't know did it get big in the charts
0: I think it did quite well in the charts but perhaps it's not one that everybody would know or recognize quite as much maybe as as the 80s stuff so yeah but that one does always seem to crop up so uh, I don't see why we can't have a few little uh, nuggets from the past so it sounds like that might happen so we'll have to wait and see
1: I enjoyed Saturday Kitchen. I thought he was quite brave eating um, spaghetti on camera.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Good point, I suppose. And doing that whole Marmite, Vegemite thing, which, you know, I don't understand anyway. But, yeah, clearly he knows his stuff.
1: Yeah, it was straight in there, wasn't
0: he? <laughs> yeah, I guess only an Aussie would really know. I mean, I don't even like Marmite, so I've never tried Vegemite. So I don't know about these uh, things.
1: But same, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, yeah, it was nice to see him on the TV a bit anyway and uh, doing the rounds. So even though it is um, such a long way in the future, we're still that, uh, Yeah, still getting a bit of promotion in there, I guess. And uh, yeah, hopefully the tickets are selling well. Fingers
1: crossed. Yeah, I've definitely <laughs> seen a couple of articles where they've got confused and Obviously, thought that the tour was coming up this year rather than next year.
0: Yes, I suppose it's understandable that they get mixed up when somebody's yeah plugging something. You think it's going to be you know within the next few months, maybe at least. But uh, never mind.
1: <laughs> well hopefully some people got tickets as Christmas presents and
0: yeah, definitely. I'm sure it's going to be really popular. So uh, yeah, so I look forward to your uh, your found poem as possible. I'll week. see what I can do.
1: <laughs> no pressure.
0: Yeah. Also, I'm off to see the uh, Stock Aiken and Waterman musical this weekend. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I can discuss that maybe next time. Or Dwayne might even do us a bit of a review. I don't know. So. Yeah, that would be good.
1: I always like Dwayne's reviews. Yeah, that, that
0: would be good. I'm looking
1: forward to hear yeah hearing what that's like, because I don't think I'm going until March. So.
0: Uh, okay, well, definitely no spoilers then, but uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: no huge spoilers, but it'll still be good to get a feel for what it's like.
0: Definitely, and yeah, hearing uh, hearing those songs sung in a totally different way, I suppose, will be interesting. So we'll see how many uh, how many Jason tracks turn up in that. Um Right, moving on to as time goes by. Uh, released in November 1992, reached number 26 in the charts and um, was the second proper single from um, All Around the World, which came along the following year. Um, so yeah, I think you're a you're a big fan of this song, aren't you? So uh, do do you want to? I like it a lot. It? I presume you think it was a, a good choice at that moment
1: I do yeah I just thought it suited his voice really well and I just like the whole feel of it with the strings and it's quite atmospheric and I don't know because it happened for me I think my grandma had just died so which is a bit sad obviously um Mm -hmm. but do you know when a song can really take you back and it's quite a memorable period of time for me anyway, I think because of that um so like not that that's a happy memory or anything, but it just felt quite poignant I suppose but yeah, yeah. I, I just liked everything about it really I like the strings, I like the video, I like the pictures on the cover and that were in the sleeve and everything just liked it a lot
0: that's good I guess yeah I suppose if you associate it with a particular time maybe you found it I don't know comforting perhaps it's mm. quite a quite a nice sort of comforting song I suppose isn't it so uh, yeah I can see why perhaps why that would would work well at that particular point in time
1: yeah and I guess because it gave me something a little bit pos. you know if you're feeling a bit mm. down it's nice to just have some something positive to focus on isn't it and he was doing a lot mm. of promo around that time based for as time goes by and the tour I think as well mm.
0: so yeah well, that's good because yeah I kind of I've, I'm, I've kind of got mixed feelings about this one really because mm. it's not it I like it and yeah I like all, everything about it and I do remember you know that time quite fondly in the sense that you know because I was going to the tour and everything it was quite sort of exciting uh, to sort of feel part of it I suppose but I wasn't entirely sure it was kind of the right choice at that moment mm. in time in terms of I don't know what what uh, whether the record company just felt, you know, because Mission of Love obviously hadn't done amazingly well, hadn't certainly hadn't done as well as they expected, I suppose. So they sort of, you know, made this choice of, oh, OK, maybe we'll put out a nice cosy cover in mm. the run up to Christmas. Or maybe try and make it a bit attract that sort of slightly older audience, perhaps. Or, you know, get the mums on board, maybe. I don't yes. know. Sort of uh, trying out the sort of, you know, crooner type stuff uh, you know thinking maybe it would work, perhaps with things like say, with the kiss and you know maybe just trying that out again I don't know but I just feel like perhaps that there were you know all those other brilliant songs mm. of racing in the wings and they kind of went with this one I don't know just in a time where, the, you know it didn't really seem to fit in with with anything else that was going on the mm. charts at that moment in time so I don't know it was kind of almost sort of alienating perhaps the younger audience, who probably, you know, a lot of younger ones have moved on anyway, but sort of slightly baffling the older audience at the same time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can see that, actually. I, I haven't really given that much thought to whether it was a good choice in terms of releasing it at that time, but I can see thinking back that maybe it might have been better to go for another sort of more upbeat original song and yeah like we've discussed before there were plenty of good choices from that album
0: yeah so I think they they were sort of you know maybe should have sort of come back with a bang really quickly but they tried to do that obviously with all around the world but they left Mm. it way too late so uh, yeah it was a strange decision it was perhaps maybe they didn't know what to do at this point and I yeah do sort of wonder you know how up for this Jason actually was it being his only sort of second single really properly under Polydor's you Mm. know suddenly been you know putting this cover out Uh, so (laughs) I don't know but yeah at the same time you know it's nice I don't dislike it at all but yeah I think looking back on it now it's like you know probably the wrong decision for his career at that moment
1: yeah and then like we've discussed before they left it such a long time afterwards didn't they there, there was just such a huge gap between releasing things at that period in time which I don't think helped in terms of keeping the momentum going because young people just move on very quickly.
0: Yeah definitely it seems like they didn't really know what to do at that point and it all mm. sort of fall apart and uh, yeah which is a shame and obviously yeah sort of tw- number 26 uh, yeah, the second song in a row to stall at number 26. So uh, there obviously pretty much probably the same number of people still going out and buying. Yeah. Edition, mostly us. And uh, yeah, and um, but you know, there's certainly uh, nothing wrong with you know sort of the promotional side of it. I think, like you say, there was a lot of TV stuff around at that time. There's a couple of Top of the Pops performances. Yeah. There, and uh, yeah, I was just watching back the whole sort of going live thing that he did. Uh, for that which I remember really well because I just watched it over and over again because I was so excited about the tour it was yeah overall you know some good things some bad things maybe but uh, as you say it would be nice perhaps to see it done live again after all this time
1: yeah just because I think just because we've not heard it in all those years it would be um, interesting and see what he did with it now
0: definitely yeah i think you know vocally it worked really well there was quite a few i think you know where performances where he was singing it live as well and mm. it, yeah, it sounded really great so uh yeah i don't know but uh, feels a bit like in a way it's kind of you know the sign of your love album being predicted way in the past <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah it would have fitted well with
0: that yeah there's more of this to come i mean maybe that should have gone on that album did you know re-recorded for that album it might have made it better i don't know but <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah sort of a record company trying that out i think you know much earlier than it probably uh, it should have happened but uh you know it's yeah still nice overall you know happy times i guess in a way yeah
1: yeah One of my favourite TV appearances was when he um, was on the Clive James shows on like Mm. the New Year show. And I I remember that my parents had gone out to a party and I was just left alone. Um, So I was just like um, lounging in front of the telly with snacks and stuff as you do when you're 14 Um, (laughs) and feeling a little bit annoyed because I, I wasn't doing anything more exciting. I guess you're in that period when you're 14, aren't you, where you can't properly go out to the mm. pub or anything. and. It's just like a weird, really weird in-betweeny age. And then all of a sudden I was watching, I just happened to be watching Clive James and had no clue that Jason was going to be on it. And then he appeared and like my parents came back and suddenly I was in a much better mood. I was like, oh my <laughs> God, Jason was on Clive James. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs>
0: oh, You see, I, I have bad associations with that. I was watching Do it. You? And it reminded me, yeah, because I think we had, think my parents had some people around, I think either friends or family, I can't remember what it was and that was on. But I think they sort of got to the point where it's like, OK, we need to, you know, put some music on, liven this whole thing up a bit. So, yeah, Jason was mid-performance and they switched the TV off. What? <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't even had have time, you know, because it, it, we didn't know he was going <laughs> to so, you know, didn't have like a, a videotape ready to go or anything like that. It was just like go completely out of the blue and then, you know, within a few lines of the song, it was like they insisted on switching it off. So, you can imagine I was not impressed. I think that I was is was outrageous. Going off to my room for a while in an absolute strop. And yeah, so I'd kind of forgotten about that until I watched it back. I was like, "Oh yeah, I never actually did see the whole of this the first time." <laughs> so, thank God for YouTube because of it. Went, yes. it's the end it again. gets
1: us there eventually. <laughs>
0: But, yeah, I mean, he, he did look like he, he was having a really good night. He sort of looked a bit <laughs> dishevelled after uh, looking very smart, um, I suppose, on the old yeah. mode before. So by the time he got to New Year, clearly he was just like, yeah, whatever.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: So, yeah, well, at least, you know, at least you enjoyed it. <laughs> I
1: did, yeah. Made my night.
0: Traumatic times.
1: Definitely. I mean, what do you think of the B-side.
0: So, uh, one I hadn't heard uh, recently, Never Gonna Change, yeah, it was a, a ballad, another Jason co-write on the B-side, which, you know, I think it's it's quite nice. Mm. It's not mind-blowing, but it's quite a nice sort of simple arrangement, and a nice vocal on there, and uh, so quite happy with it. What about you? Yeah, no, I like it, and I guess it seems
1: to, I felt like it tied again with some of those feelings that he had about the um court case with the face that seemed quite poignant perhaps with that track but yeah like you say it's perhaps not the best track he's ever written but it's it's nice and it, and it's a b-side so can't really ask for more
0: yeah and I guess it fitted in well you know with, with the a-side as well they were a similar mm. sort of mood weren't they so there was no great shock suddenly when that <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. then, when the next one kicked in it sort of flowed quite nicely because yeah yeah they worked together so, yeah, yeah as we were very much onto like cd singles i think at this point as well so it's not like you had to, that thing of you know you had to turn it over or whatever the tape over. <laughs> yeah everything had to flow quite nicely so uh yeah i guess they couldn't do much in terms of like you know remixes and things with that particular single so it was very much no. just a case of oh here's that song and that song and that's it but uh, yeah i think and of course you know it sort of got mixed in with the other tracks on the uh re-release of all all around the world uh, on streaming and and fitted in quite nicely in there so uh yeah um, pretty much everything from that that era seems to be quite good and has held up pretty well
1: yeah I think so and you know I was always just glad when I, to be honest with you I was quite pleased when the remixes stopped and you actually got a different song
0: <laughs> yes I suppose that's true you know there were no dodgy dodgy dub mixes out there or, or any distractions I mean you know I don't know it was the 90s maybe we did need a dance remix of As Time Goes By I'm not sure <laughs> hmm. that could be interesting maybe
1: that's a that's a challenge for the 2025 tour can you fit in a dance remix of As Time Goes By <laughs>
0: well yeah why not (laughs) uh so um the video what did you think of the video
1: yeah I like the video like I say I think it's quite atmospheric I think he looks good um in the video yeah I mean I suppose it's not the most exciting video it's um all in one location isn't it and just filmed in situ how about you yeah, it's a nice
0: one. Like you say, it does look really nice in that video. Um, yeah, I suppose it emphasizes the sort of the orchestra a bit more as well. You sort of pay more attention to them, maybe. Yeah, it's quite a classy, classy little thing. Um, yeah, on YouTube there was like a version in color and a version in black and white, and I was trying to remember. All right. Which, which was was I watching it in color or black and white? I can't remember.
1: <laughs> I only remember black and white. So That's what I, I thought. So I, when I watched yeah. it. Yeah.
0: I think that I watched that one first, and I was like, I don't remember this being in colour. Why is it in <laughs> black and That's white? That's confusing. Black and white version as well. So maybe, yeah, they, maybe they filmed it in colour and decided black and white would be better. I don't know.
1: Maybe, or
0: maybe has somebody got one of
1: those programs where you just take black and white and then transform it back to colour?
0: Possibly. I don't know. It looks nice either way anyway so I don't I don't know it's quite a weird one it's like am I you know usually I can remember all sorts of nonsense from that yeah. at time it's like why don't I remember that being in colour so I'm really not sure
1: I'm sure it was in black and white I think that's why I was using the words atmospheric and
0: mm-hmm.
1: moody and stuff
0: because it was in black and white yeah so someone's just messing with our heads basically <laughs> yeah we're just getting old we haven't got a clue what's going on anymore well
1: sounds about right to be fair but I'm gonna go watch it in colour now just to mm. see what it looks like
0: looking pretty good I have to say yeah as you'd <laughs> okay. expect um yeah so I was looking at the i looking at the artwork as well I, I felt like the the picture of Jason could have been bigger but you know that's that's probably always going to be the case isn't it mm. you know sort of quite sort of moody and perhaps wouldn't have stood out you know, on a on a shelf in a shop, maybe. But I suppose it does fit in with, with the mood of the song and, and mm. everything. So, uh, yeah, yeah,
1: it's sort of on that purple background, isn't it, on the cover?
0: Mm. Certainly very different from some of those PWL covers, anyway, in terms of...
1: <laughs> mm. Oh, God, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely a yeah, um, step up from some of those. So, yeah, it was looking good in all, all the promo for this, I think. So, yeah, when he performed it on tour, of course, uh, he was kind of wearing this strange hat. As well, which oh yeah, <laughs> I wasn't entirely sure what that was about, but it was quite a big hat.
1: <laughs> it was very big hat. Mm, I'd forgotten about that.
0: So yeah, I'm not sure, not sure where that comes in, but yeah, why not? <laughs>
1: why not? I think you know, if you can't see these things on tour, when can you?
0: Well, exactly.
1: You can't but, walk around Sainsbury's in that hat, can you? So you need an excuse to you wear would stand
0: it out, definitely. So, yeah, moving on, uh, I guess, properly to the, the tour, uh, Mission of Love tour, um, November and December 1992, um, got released on video uh, in 1993 when the album finally came out. So, yeah, um, thoughts on this this particular show? Amazing. It was like the first
1: <laughs> tour that I had been to. So, for me, yeah, it was so exciting. And I think somewhere I've still got the diary entry that I wrote when I went to go and see this show and um I remember reviewing it once the video came out and reviewing my review against the video if that makes sense um comparing (laughs) notes um yeah yeah I just it, it was brilliant it had all of the new material was sounding good um and obviously it was the first time we'd heard some of those songs but I still think I remember being engaged with them even though they were first plays of the song which I think speaks volumes because that isn't always the case when you hear new songs and some yeah what he'd done with some of the more traditional tracks as well like every day I just thought I think that sounds absolutely
0: beautiful how they've kind of reworked it into a bit of a slower song
1: yeah how about you
0: uh, yeah, same really. So yeah, it was my first, well, my first concert, not just my first Jason concert. So yeah, really happy memories. And yeah, the build up to that was like, like, it was probably like six months or something, wasn't it, since it was the tour was announced. So yeah, it felt like a very long wait, but well worth it. And yeah, I was thinking the other day, I probably still have my old diaries up in the loft somewhere. I do remember writing pages and pages. About that. <laughs> so, so I mean, you know, i had to think. Um, I don't know, maybe we we should be digging those out. I don't know, but I don't think perhaps how mortifying it would be to read it now. Mm. Uh, <laughs> That'd be very enthusiastic, definitely. So, uh, yeah, <laughs>
1: enthusiastic, that's
0: the word, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose it was unusual unusual in the sense that, you know, there were quite so many new songs, but I suppose perhaps the original plan was that the album was supposed to be out. So yeah. it was good that they still included so many of those new songs because it was quite a lot in there Mm. to get a young audience in particular maybe to be captivated for all that time by uh you know songs that they've never heard before so yeah they like you say they were very strong and i remember you know when i finally got to hear them on the album there were quite a few that i recognized so it's like Mm. yeah so it shows how strong the material was definitely and i suppose how much faith he must have had in those songs at the time to to put so many of them in the show so it's just that uh yeah that the album didn't come out sooner and everybody got to sing along to those but yeah I think you can definitely tell he's a more sort of confident live performer by that time obviously having I guess or and then done Joseph and you know vocally he's even stronger at this point so uh, you know I just think it I mean I I like the Doing Fine show but I think this one was better I don't know whether that's because I actually went to it or just because it's I don't know it was just a bit less cheesy maybe (laughs)
1: yeah it's a bit more mature isn't it and I think it's probably I, th- I think he said himself that it was a bit more him like he wasn't feeling pressured into doing dance routines and things that he didn't mm. feel comfortable with and yeah he's just you can see he's more relaxed about the whole performing
0: element and perhaps not trying quite so hard that's it definitely settled into it and of course you know the the leather trousers you know making a another appearance at that point and mm. <laughs> yeah a welcome appearance has to Absolutely. be said. very welcome as always. But uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, lots of happy memories really. I think with this one, it's just an overall a really great. It's a shame that you can't get it anywhere sort of cleaned up and looking nice and shiny and you know able to watch the whole thing but maybe one day i know we sort of talked about you know it's about time that all got released again but uh Uh, yeah he seems in a hurry to do that sadly so we'll we'll just hope that eventually that all appears and we get to enjoy that again properly so long overdue definitely and you know to be doing an arena tour i mean obviously you know things are starting to tail off a bit by by that point so uh I think I remember I went to the the Sheffield show and I think it wasn't completely full I think they had one of the sort of you know those curtain things that they put up for oh, those eyes or the empty seats so I mean it was reasonably full but I think just the sort of back section was closed off but uh, it certainly looked full the uh, the it was the Birmingham one wasn't it? it was the one was it the one you went to that they filmed
1: yeah I went
0: to the one they filmed yeah
1: um, so that
0: was pretty full
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was about three quarters of the way back. I remember and obviously it was in the days before screens as well. So he was tiny, but I was still very (laughs) excited.
0: I it you didn't expect to be able to see much I guess in those days I think I was about like 20 rows back or something which which was actually not too bad so uh yeah I got a, a decent view but yeah it's bizarre to think now that we we used to go to those big arenas and yeah if you happened to be near the back you didn't really get to see very much
1: no I guess it's yeah I don't know it's still the atmosphere isn't it and mm. being there and there's a massive buzz from the crowd and everything so yeah still good to be there
0: Probably a bit cheaper then as well, because I guess a a show was cheaper to put on because you didn't have Mm. to worry about screens and and visuals quite so much.
1: True, yeah.
0: As long as you had some nice lighting.
1: Yeah, he did do the projector screens, didn't he, with all the photos and everything Mm. on. I, I guess that's something that's carried through to many of the shows that he still does. He seems to like sort of putting in that personal element with the photos and things
0: that tell a story in the background. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, yeah, I guess you sort of heard perhaps what were original versions or early versions of of some of the the songs that ended up on the album as well. I mean, all around the world is is very different in mm. in its live form as a sort of moody yeah. ballad. So yeah, I wonder if that was the original plan for it or not. I don't know. And I guess Oxygen sounds quite different as well.
1: Yeah, and it's nice that we at least we can still via YouTube um, go back and see those
0: versions that they're still there particularly because my my copy that i put onto dvd doesn't play on anything anymore oh no <laughs> i did yeah i did quite enjoy for a while being able to watch that again but yeah uh, technology clearly moved on i
1: know i can't get my bootleg sweeney torch cd to play on anything anymore
0: oh i know it's a shame it's like it's like these these machines can now detect if something's like not quite genuine <laughs> Just like, yeah. oh, not playing that
1: i know sad
0: that is a shame but uh, who knows people might have these things out there that can that can sort these things out but yeah thank goodness some of these things are still available and you know we get to enjoy them
1: I guess that's it isn't it it swings around about some of the things you know through the medium of YouTube we can go back in time and watch and that's brilliant and yeah other things just go out of date and don't work anymore
0: such a shame. But yeah, need to hold on to all that old old technology, I suppose.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the key, isn't it? You've got to still have a VHS and a dodgy old CD player in your
0: car mm-hmm. and then you'll be fine. I might have some old kits still in the loft, you know, and when I go digging around for that old diary, maybe I'll find them. <laughs> yeah,
1: what is in that loft?
0: <laughs> oh God, what is in what that diary? I'm
1: not, not, I'm
0: not entirely sure I want to know what's in that diary, but maybe it's best to just put them all straight in the bin (laughs) no
1: you don't want to do that it's
0: um... good
1: memories but maybe you don't need to share though I think my um, diary entry was very much a review of all the costumes is what I can Mm. remember
0: yeah I think mine Um, was quite you know civilized I mean there probably was a bit of fangirling going on of course there was but (laughs) (laughs) you know I think I was trying to yeah sort of review it in a slightly professional manner as well and talking more about yeah the actual show itself and you know the songs and everything so who knows it might not be as bad as I imagine it to be but uh
1: well I think you should go and look it up now and let us know
0: well yeah next time I'll have a route around in the loft you never know I mean, at this point, it seems that we've we've covered all the albums. We've still got quite a lot of singles to do. But, yeah, we have covered the albums. We've covered the theatre stuff. So I think this year we're going to be getting more into, like, the sort of TV and film side oh, of things. Yeah. yeah. So there'll be quite a lot of stuff. If we have access to it, I mean, some of it may not be um Some of it's obscure ago. isn't it definitely but i thought a good place to start uh, next time would be uh, jason's moments on reality tv
1: okay yeah yeah that's good shout
0: there's been quite a lot of those now and obviously he's done a lot of the main ones so uh, yeah it'd be nice to go back luckily i think a lot of that is on youtube so we can go back you know way back to the jungle and and beyond and uh, yeah discuss all that <laughs> yeah
1: okay no that's a good one look forward to that
0: that's all for now but you can follow us on twitter at btg reasons and on instagram at between the good reasons thanks for listening and we'll see you next time